Hey friend, welcome back to my environmentally friendly, ethically sourced, and totally sustainable daily podcast practice for Tuesday, March 9, 2021. I'm Rich Grimshaw. This is another day, another podcast. I've been thinking today about why I'm doing this. I mean, taking at face value, talking into a microphone about random things is kind of pointless, <laughs> I think. And here's what I've decided about this. I'm doing this for, number one, the sake of discipline. Just doing something every day. Well, some doing something that matters to me every day. Whether I want to do it or not, just doing it. Just, just plowing through the resistance and doing it. And then, second, I'm doing this because I like it. I, I can't explain this, but I like looking for things to read about and then presenting them, reading them in an interesting way. This is a skill that I want to develop, and and it makes me happy when I do it. There are just certain times when I hit it just right, and I, I'm, I think listening back to it that, ooh, that was good. And I want to be, ooh, that was good, more better. And finally... By responding to a random question, I learn to continue a conversation, even if I don't relate to the subject. It's like um, it's like improv, right? Theater improv. It, it's yes and instead of no but. And this is the place where I can improve the most. I'm I am self confessed to be just not very good at the improv stuff, at being yes and. It's more like, nah, I don't want to do that, and going past it. And I've, I've already done that many times in this podcast. So I hope to improve there. So it's kind of a self-improvement project. Who's to say it has value? It's just something that I want to do, and that's where I am in life. I'm going to do the things I want to do. Speaking of doing things I want to do, there was something that I felt drawn to and wanted to do when I entered college in 1971, and that was to get involved with the college radio station. And this is one of the few regrets I have about my college career. I didn't do it. I don't know why. I, I didn't have anybody encouraging me to do it, and I had a lot of other distractions. But I remember going over to the studios of WREK at Georgia Tech in 1971 and saying, hey, how can I get involved in this? And they told me what I needed to do, and I just, I just didn't do it. So I never get involved. I didn't pursue it. And yeah, that was, that was kind of a, la a lax in judgment maybe is the right way to say it. I don't know. But my, uh, my life would, would be different, I think, if I had taken that up. Because having listened to a lot of people who were involved in college radio, I've come to understand that it really does affect you in many different ways. So a little bit about the radio station that I'm talking about, WREK, from Georgia Tech. It first signed on the air in March 25, 1968. And I had no idea that it was that young a station in 1971. I mean, I, I just thought, this is tech, uh, an engineering college. They must have had a radio station forever, but no, I was wrong. It was broadcasting at 10 watts. That's nothing. 
and it had a 20-foot tower atop the Van Leer Electrical Engineering Building on Georgia Tech's campus. Barry James Folsom, who was a student, started the station and was one of the first DJs. It was located in the top floor of that building and included donated equipment from WSM-FM Radio in Nashville, Tennessee. I didn't know that either. Later on, it got to be more powerful, and today it's a very powerful radio station, college radio station, and doing very well. And who knows, had I, if I'd acted on that information then, maybe I would be part of a huge alumni of Georgia Tech radio broadcasters. But I'm not, so I'll just go with what I got. I'm a podcaster with this lame podcast that I do every day. Another influence in my life I wanted to pass on is Paul Harvey. I remember listening to the Paul Harvey radio broadcasts in the 70s and the 80s and even into the 90s, and I just really liked his sense of delivery. It was unique. He could make the most mundane stupid things sound interesting just by inflecting his voice and that's an art that that I hope to acquire as I move on and so I want I want to pass on to you Paul Harvey's information from Wikipedia his full name was Paul Harvey Aurant Aurant A U R A N D T born in 1918 died in 2009 he was 90 years old when he passed He was an American radio broadcaster for ABC News Radio. He broadcast news and comment on mornings and middays, on weekdays, and at noon on Saturdays. And he also had a very famous Rest of the Story segment. He was broadcasting from 51 to 2008. His programs reached as many as 24 million people per week. And that was at a time when the population of our country was not where it is right now. So it was different. His Paul Harvey News was carried on 1,200 radio stations, 400 American Forces Network stations, and in 300 newspapers. And I don't know how you carry a broadcast in a newspaper. That escapes me. He was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, was the son of a policeman. He made radio receivers as a young boy, and he attended Tulsa Central High School, where he was two years ahead of future actor Tony Randall. Wow, I didn't know that. His teacher, Isabel Ronan, was impressed by his voice. And on her recommendation, he started working at KVOO in Tulsa in 1933, helping to clean up when he was just 14 years old. He was eventually allowed to fill in on the air by reading commercials and the news. While He continued at working at KVOO. He attended the University of Tulsa first as an announcer and later as a program director. He spent three years as a station manager for KFBI AM, now known as KFD as in dog, I, a radio station that once had studios in Salina, Kansas. And from there, he moved to a newscasting job at KMOA in Oklahoma City and then to KXOK in St. Louis in 1938, where he was director of special events and a roving reporter. 
And that's all we need to talk about for Mr. Harvey. But he was an influence on my life. I really enjoyed listening to him. I appreciated the way he brought some glitter, some sparkle to the news through his interpretation of it. Let's go to 350 good questions to ask. And today we're on question number 94. What was the last song you sang along to? Well, I sing a lot. And I don't really remember singing along to a song recently. But I'll tell you this. If I'm going to be driving down the road and singing along to a song, my favorites are the old crooners, Frank Sinatra, or maybe Tony Bennett. I just love to sing along to those arrangements. Roll down the windows, let the wind howl through the car, turn up the radio, and sing along to Old Blue Eyes. Yeah, I really like that. Frank's voice is kind of in my range, and it challenges me a little bit on the top end. And I don't sound nearly as well as him, but I I enjoy it. And I like the accompaniments. I like the arrangements. I like the lyrics. And I just like singing along. Frank, uh, Frank wasn't the nicest person on the face of the earth. I've read one or two biographies of his. And he had some cranky periods in his life. But as an artist, as a singer, he was very, very good. And I respect him for that. There are some times when I think I prefer Tony Bennett over Frank. Mm, Every now and then, Tony's got a great voice and and (laughs) he's got one thing going for him. He's still alive, although he's in his 90s. He does a lot of uh, studio work and duets with younger singers and engineers do a lot with that. And it makes it very good. But both of them, I, I love them and I revere them and I love their music. And I thank them for what they did for for music. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.